Who let the dogs out indeed? A lot of dogs winning in week one, including our beloved Bears. Ah, Bears. Ah, Bears. Welcome in, everybody. This is the South Lot Football Guys. As always, I am here with Robbie Larson and Adam Sidek. This is Evan Newberger. Happy to uh, get you guys prepped here for week two. Uh, we're going to take you through each game this week. Uh, but first, I uh, want to get you through uh, some news and notes. Make sure uh, you're up to speed. Thank you, Huey. Um this week on the news, um, we've we've got a couple of major injuries uh, going on in the NFL. Uh, I think the first one, Michael Thomas, the high ankle sprain, with oh, um, coming on garbage time. I am wearing his jersey. That's because uh, his season is done. Oh no, no, it's it's not done. Um, he's trying to come come back to play real quick. It's probably an injury that he should be sitting out a little bit, but he wants he's a he he's a fighter. He wants to get back in. Uh, I'm getting flashbacks to when Megatron had that high ankle sprain and uh, was just a decoy pretty much all year. But um, let's see, let's see how he does. But um, other injuries, we got Richard Sherman. Um, he's gonna be he's on the IR along with Marlon Mack. Oh, Marlon Mack, that he was looking good, but his season's done. Le'Veon, um, he's he's gonna be on the IR too for at least yep, uh, three at least weeks. Three weeks, right? So, yep. Yeah. That's uh, some some of the major ones we got. Yep, we got. Uh, I think Richard Sherman too came through yep. with uh, three weeks out. Uh, he's on IR as well, so 49ers are a little banged up. Um, yeah, so interesting stuff there. You know, always got to monitor the injuries when you're taking a look at these lines. Uh, but uh, speaking of taking a look at some lines, why don't we take a look at how we did last week? Um, you know, guys, for being week one, that was a pretty solid start. Uh, you know, for starters, uh, Adam, you locked up the Bills minus six and a half last week against the Jets. You nailed that one. Congrats, sir. That was an easy one. <laughs> Bills. Money all the way. Robbie, this was a great call. We all benefited from this one. Packers money line. Yep. Hey, you know, same here. That one, that one was easy. Never that dialed in on the NFC North. Yeah. Finally, uh, Raiders minus three. Yeah, that was a little frisky, but uh, <laughs> we got there. We got there. We got there. So three for three right. on the lead pipe locks. Yeah. So uh, if you tailed us on that one, you did good. Uh, in terms of our consensus picks, uh, we settled on uh, Packers money line, which hit Raiders minus three, which hit. But we had Cowboys minus three. That was a tough Sunday loss. Oh, so um, we did break above, even though we're in the black. We're up two dollars uh, out of the hundred that we bet on that whole thing. So we're still up. Uh, it's it's meager, but it's a start. We so make double. Yeah, that's right. We're uh, you know we're taking that to we got to split it between the three of us. Though, so. <laughs> hey, it's all just getting pushed forward. So uh, keep it going. You know, if you're not losing, you're winning. But uh, you know, keep it going. On the not so good side, though, guys, the eliminator. So I missed. Yeah, the Colts. That was uh, that was unfortunate. I'm sure for a lot more people than just us, uh, that had to have been a very popular eliminator pick against the Jags, but uh, wasn't meant to be. Is they did not look good, and there's more to come on that later. But uh, guys, uh, with that, why don't we get into a little uh, buy or sell? Uh, some surprise uh, outcomes from Week One. Uh, so. 
we'll take a look here. Uh, Adam, what did you see week one? And, uh, you know, are you buying or selling on this team? Uh, we're going to go to uh, go to everyone's favorite team, the Washington football team. Oh, yes. Um, you know, team. like I was talking last week, I, I sort of liked what they were doing in the offseason. They seemed like they were changing culture. You got Ron Rivera at the helm changing. And then they came out, and, and they dominated the Eagles up front. Um, you know, eight sacks, uh, four, four turnovers. Defense looked elite, um, and then the offense, they did enough to get it done. Uh, moved down the field and fought Logan Thomas a little bit. Uh, I, buying or selling his team, may, playoffs might be a little bit too much of a stretch, but I think this could be a, like an 8-8 eight eight team. Uh, they're going to give a fight to a lot of teams, and uh, a lot better than what they were last year. I'm buying that. Okay. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Robbie, what do you got for us? Um, I'm going to start off with a much-hyped uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, uh, I, I know they, they had a big off season, a lot of moves, a lot of big names coming that way, and uh, I'll, I'll say I was a little skeptical at the start, but then once everybody was hyping up, I'll, I'll admit, you know, I was getting into it, like yeah, maybe maybe they'll uh, be a playoff contender here, but oh, they did not look good against the Saints. I'm gonna I'm gonna sell on them. Uh, that that defense is just just not looking good. Um, and Tom Brady, what is he doing? They're, they're, he had some questionable throws. He and Mike Evans were just not, were on, the not on the same page. Man, those two. Oh man, that was that was kind of just gross to watch. Yeah, only can go up from there. Yeah. But, uh, Saints are a good team. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but people saying that they'd be all lights out, Bucks, maybe like a twelve and four team. Yeah. Um, not. Maybe oh. they'll sneak in at like an eight and eight, maybe yeah. a nine and seven. I team still got the same problems that it did last year. Yep, yep, yep. All right, uh, for me guys, I got my Gardner Minshew jersey on, oh. so I'm talking about the Jags. Uh, they were the biggest upset to win uh, in Week One, and uh, you know Gardner Minshew looked good. I think he was 19 for 20 passing. Uh, you know, didn't turn the ball over, uh, managed the game well. Uh, you know, they were able to control a lot of clock in this game, and, and the Colts just kind of shot themselves in the foot. Um, but, you know, the Jags are still a team with a lot of faults. I think uh, the biggest takeaway from the week one for that game was actually how bad the Colts looked more so than uh, the Jags looking good. So I'm going to sell on the Jags being a AFC South contenders and a playoff team contender. Uh, I just think... Um, you know, the Colts are another bad team there, but I don't I don't see the Jags competing with the Titans and the Texans in that division. So I'm gonna sell on them for now. But uh you know, maybe Gardner he'll prove us all wrong. You know, that guy he's he's got something up time. his sleeve. That's right. All right. Uh so with that, why don't we get into week two picks here? Uh our first game up on the docket, it's the uh Ohio uh Daily Double here. We've got the uh Cincinnati Bengals heading up to Cleveland to take on the Browns. Uh, the Browns are six-point favorites at home in this one. The over/under is forty-three and a half. Uh, Robbie, why don't you start us off here? What do you got in this one? Man, I, this is a this is a Thursday night game that's very uninspiring. Uh, I don't know about you guys. Uh, it's, what do you Browns got against were, the state of Ohio? Come on, man. <laughs> The, the great state of Ohio, yeah. Um, I don't know. They, these two teams, um, well, Browns are just kind of looking like the Browns of old. They just, 
Baker, he, he just could not make a pass to save his life last week. He was, looked all over the place. Um, he just couldn't find Odell, um, who he was looking for all the time. That Browns defense was just take, just pulled apart by the Ravens. Um, and Bengals, I, I'd say they're more on the upswing as opposed to the Browns. Um, Bengals, they had, they had a little battle against the Chargers, and they, they fought back Joe Burrow's first game. I thought he looked pretty solid. He ran one in and yeah. basically pushed his lineman. I, I'm not sure who that was, but basically pushed him to get the block to make sure he'd get in the end zone. Um, A.J. Green um, kind of started to look kind of like his old self. He had a look late in the game that he just had a foot out of bounds. It was just that, that could have won the game for them. Um, but Bengals uh, missed field goal just – couldn't help him push it to overtime, um, but I I'm liking the prospect of the Bengals here. Um, six points, I I think I'm gonna I feel great about them on Thursday night. Six points, especially again Thursday night games. They're usually more defensive um, than usual games are, and I I could see it being a little struggle on both sides of the ball here for both these offenses. Um, I might even take a stab at Bengals money line here. I think they could have a shot to win it um just just the way these two teams are trending already yeah yeah i agree with you robbie i like uh i like the Bengals here as a dog i think you can get a lot of value um if you take this team money line a lot of safety there in a plus six number two uh you know uh you're getting a lot of points and what should be you know by my estimation I think it's going to be a pretty low-scoring game. I mean, the over-under is at 43.5, so Vegas is kind of in line with that, too. Anytime you have a lower over-under like that, you know, a high spread, um, it kind of leads to some sort of a one-sided, low-scoring game. But I just don't see that here with the Browns. Uh, you know, I certainly wasn't impressed by their defense last week against the Ravens. Now, the Ravens are a uh, much uh, higher quality of an opponent than the Bengals. But, you know, I, I still think the Bengals... Played a relatively solid game against the Chargers last week. Uh, you know, they were competitive. I think they looked a lot better than they did at times last year, and Joe Burrow certainly looked competent. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm with you. I like the Bengals here. Uh, they got a lot of threats uh, at the skill positions on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Joe Mixon, A.J. Green, uh, Tyler Boyd, all these guys can make plays. Um, you know, and if Joe Burrow can, you know, continue to learn the game, I mean, if that's week one and he can continue to improve on this, you know, he's going to have a long and successful career in the NFL. Uh, and he's got a great supporting cast, so we'll see if he can put it together. On the opposing side of the ball, though, I mean, they the Browns' offense looked completely out of sync last week. Odell and Baker, uh, the offseason clearly didn't help uh, their chemistry as they were, uh, you know, on different pages that entire game, so... You know, things things are not uh, great in Cleveland right now. That offense doesn't uh, look like it's improved at all. So uh, I'm 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 with you, Robbie. I like the Bengals plus the six here. And I'll I'll take the Bengals money line. Um, Browns, like guys mentioned, didn't look great last week. I, th- I think the Bengals I mean, they should come out a little bit motivated after really losing a tough game there. I. Joe Mixon, I mean, so far in his career, he's really had a lot of a lot of good games against the Browns, and uh, he hasn't really had the supporting cast he has this year. So I, I expect the Bengals to sort of, um, you know, run the ball at will on the Browns and sort of take over the game. I, I like the Bengals' money line here. I know their defense, uh, they, they played pretty good, but uh, 
I, I don't know. Maybe maybe pick six from Baker. Uh, but uh, I I think the Bengals are gonna win this game. All right. So uh, yeah, we're all on the Bengals here, guys. Uh, good start for us. So, you know, we'll see if that makes it into our consensus picks later. That's what they call a tease in the business. Um, second up, we've got uh, Rams and Eagles. Uh, Eagles are at home in this one, and uh, they are one-point dogs. Uh, Over-under for this game set at 45-and-a-half. Uh, guys, this is a game I'm looking forward to. Uh, I really like Rams uh, minus one here. You know, I know we were on the Cowboys last week, uh, you know, in that Sunday night marquee matchup that the Rams had, but... Uh, you know, as much as, uh, the Cowboys kind of disappointed, the Rams, uh, looked a little bit better than I thought they would. Uh, you know, Goff for the most part was moving the ball efficiently. He didn't seem to be, uh, having as much, uh, trouble, um, you know, facing pressure as he did, uh, you know, last year. And I think a big, uh, key to that was, um, you know, they, they made a point of really, uh, talking about this in the game, but, um, the average depth of target downfield uh, for that game for the Rams, uh, I think wound up to be like four or five yards uh, versus I think their average last year was about nine. Um, so, it, you know, at least if week one tells us anything, it looks like the Rams are trying to get the ball out quicker, uh, kind of focus on more of a West Coast uh, quick pass scheme. So uh, that could be good. I think that suits a lot of uh, golf strengths. Um, you know, and, uh, they look good doing it week one. So I'm going to stay with them here, uh, as they head to Philadelphia, you know, Eagles look pretty bad, uh, against, uh, uh, you know, that team from Washington. So, uh, we'll, we'll see, but, uh, you know, I think minus one here, Vegas appears to still, you know, not really be sold on the Rams as a contender. So, uh, I'll, I'll try to take advantage of that. But, uh, Adam, what are your thoughts? I like the Rams here as well. Um, they proved a lot to me last week. Um, offense, you know, they didn't they didn't really miss a beat. Still operated the same way. Um, you know, heavy play action. Uh, you know, different sets with the uh, same sort of schemes. But um, you know, I think Aaron Donald has his way with this Eagles team. I know they're getting Miles Sanders and uh, Lane Johnson back. I, I don't think that's enough to to have the, to have them win this game. I I I saw a team that blew a 17 point lead last week. Uh, defense looked really bad in the second half. And uh, yeah, I think the Rams won this one outright easily. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the same side as um, what you guys are thinking. And uh, that minus one seems pretty too good to be true to me. Um, so I'm going to take that as my lock. It's a lock. No. Yeah, I know you guys kind of mentioned all of this, but yeah, that that Eagles team. I mean, yes, they're gonna probably get Lane Johnson back. Uh, Miles Sanders might be back, um, but uh, it's still a pretty beat up team. That defense, um, as much as they tried to revamp it in the off season, it it just seems like nothing. They're still hurt too, you know. Um, it seemed like nothing really worked for them, um, and they were able to let the team back into it. Uh, the Rams, however, they looked very crisp coming out. They're a team that looked like they didn't really miss a beat f- from last year. And um, Rams are all, over the last couple of years, they've always been playoff contenders. Um, so I, I believe the Rams are going to be able to win this one no problem. All right, we're all on the Rams here. Uh, next up, guys, Game 3. It's an AFC South matchup. The Carolina Panthers head to uh, Tampa Bay. 
Uh, for Tom Brady's first home game as a Buccaneer, Buccaneers are nine-point favorites in this one. The over-under is set at 47.5 points. Uh, Adam, why don't you start us off here? What are your thoughts on this one? Uh, this is one of those I don't I don't have a great feeling on this game. Uh, I mean, I think the Bucs are going to win. Nine points is a hell of a lot. Um, you know, Panthers looked good last week. They were able to move the ball on the Raiders. Um, you know, almost pulled out that game, uh, Teddy Bridgewater. That I like the new look offense there, and I think they're going to be able to score some points against the Bucks. So, you know, I think nine's just too much. I, I think that's enough for Panthers to cover. Could be have a backdoor cover scenario, but um, yeah, I, I, I'm taking the Panthers here. Don't feel great about it though. Yeah, it kills me to say this after uh, the luck we've had with over unders, but I love this over in this game, forty seven and a half. Um, the Panthers, they didn't look like they could stop anybody last week. And, and the Bucks certainly have their holes on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, meanwhile, as you kind of said, Adam, uh, Bridgewater looks more than capable. Um, not really a surprise there though, cause he looked, uh, every bit as good last year when he was uh man in the saints for that, a uh, little bit of time when breeze was out. Um, you know, we'll see what the Bucks can do here. I expect the Bucks to be able to pull this one out, but I think it's going to be a lot closer game than at least Vegas thinks here. Minus nine's too much. Um, I wonder if that's just a lot of uh, public money uh, coming in on the Bucks, you know, in the Tom Brady excitement. Um, it just seems a little bit off to me. So I'm taking the Panthers. Yeah, again, I'm, I'm with you guys again. I'm on the Panthers. Um, yeah, nine points um, just seems like a little too much for, for me, um, especially since... Panthers were a team that, um, with their new coaching additions, with all their new offensive pieces they added in the offseason, um, like Teddy Bridgewater, Robbie Anderson, I kind of expect them to maybe struggle a little bit first game back, but they, they actually were able to put up points. And honestly, for the Panthers, i kind of expecting them all this year with how bad that defense is to be in a lot of shootouts this year. Um Man, I might, I might want to be at, with you on the over. I'm with you on the over. That's a good call. I think I'm, I think I'm gonna, gonna chalk that one in actually. Ooh. Um. So, but um, yeah. The, again, I, I, I think this is gonna be a game where the Panthers they're gonna be able to be competitive. Um, with with all these weapons through the air, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Curtis Samuel's still there. Um, and I mean, that's not even mentioning Christian McCaffrey, who's uh, obviously just reliable. Um, that buck secondary was awful last year and I didn't really see a whole much to change my mind so far this year. Granted, it's been one week, but, um, I think the Panthers are going to be able to keep it close. All right. So we're all on the Panthers. Not a lot of controversy here early guys. Uh, next game up, we've got the uh, Denver Broncos heading to Pittsburgh to take on the Steelers. Uh, Steelers are seven and a half point favorites in this one. Over under a little bit lower, uh, forty one and a half. Uh, that is our second lowest over under of the week here. Uh, so yeah, not a lot of points expected in this one. Uh, Adam, why don't you lead us off on this one? Yeah, I love the Steelers here. This is going to be my uh, lock of the week. It's a lock! No! Seven and a half points is a lot, but um, I Steelers are going to dominate on both sides of the ball up front. 
I think they're going to have their way with this team. You know, I don't, I don't, I just don't think Drew Locke and you know Cortland Sutton may be out. Uh, I don't, I don't think he's got the tools to, you know, really do anything on the Steelers defense. They looked phenomenal. Um, I, I, yeah, I see the Steelers being able to run the ball. Um, Benny Snell. James Conner, whoever, I think they're going to be able to do just fine against this team. And, uh, yeah, I think they should win this one really uh, fairly easily and cover the 7.5. Yeah. Short week for the Broncos, too. Short, short, short week, week for uh, both those guys. Um, but, it, yeah, I, when I when I looked at it, my first gut instinct was, um, you know, low-scoring game for the both for the, for this, for, well, Broncos and Steelers. Um well, I was thinking more specifically Broncos. You know, Vic Fangio life loves to keep it low scoring, um, and you know when it, it's like that, seven and a half points is a lot. But then you know, thinking more about it, you know, Broncos against the Titans. You know, um, Titans left ten points on the board just by missed kicks. I I don't Gaskowski just wasn't having a good game date right there. Um, so it could have been a bigger lead against them. And that was also in mile high, which is a huge advantage for the Broncos. Um, so I kind of flip-flopped. I'm on the Steelers now. I'm with you, Adam. Um, I, th- I think the, the Steelers look kind of like their old self. They look nothing like they were last year. Um, obviously, Big Ben was a big component to that. It took them like a quarter. They, 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 yeah, it they took them like a whole quarter. quarter. And, then. <laughs> and then they said James Conner was out with an injury but didn't mention it till the fourth quarter, which was a little odd in my book. But, um, yeah, uh, I think the Steelers are going to be able to put up points here at home. Um, I think they're going to be able to – and that de- that defense, I, I I didn't mention that Steelers defense. They they look so good. Yeah, they look like, great. That's 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 a hell of a unit, really. Um, no, I'm all in on the Steelers this week. Actually, I'm gonna, you know, I didn't have them as a confident pick, but I kind of talked myself into it. Let's go. Uh, I've I've been convinced here, guys. Um, you know, I just can't see the Broncos getting more than 17 points in this game, and um, you know. Big Ben, his uh, his thing has always kind of been, you know, he's so-so on the road, but he really lights it up at home. And, uh, you know, this is his first home game in a long time. Uh, not that the fans are going to be going nuts, unfortunately. but uh, no you terrible know, towels. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to feel good, though, to, for him to be coming out of that tunnel and uh, leading the team out again. So uh, I just think, uh, you know, the Broncos, uh, you know, they were able to – hang in there with the Titans last week, but the Titans left a lot of points on the board too. You know, they shouldn't have covered uh, what they did and that was even at home. So I was a little bit, uh, I was a little bit disappointed with the overall effort from the Broncos, even though they, they wound up uh, pushing in that game. But uh, I, I'm with you guys here. I just think that Steelers defense is too much and uh, big Ben at home, uh, you know, could be poised for, you know, a big game. Uh, you know, wouldn't be surprised to see, the Steelers put up, uh, you know, 27 or so here. So uh, I'll take the Steelers, um, you know, at home minus the seven and a half. You know, I we do. I don't think we even really mentioned the Denver offense here, but um, I mean they should get Court and the Sun back this week. Yeah, but I think um, Philip Lindsay. But Philip Lindsay, yeah, that yeah. turf toe. Um, that's uh, I mean Jared 
Jerry Judy, he looked pretty good. He had a couple, I don't know, couple about, drops. About you but... guys, he, he had a couple drops, but uh, he looked good out he, there. He was, he was able he to was get able open. Separation, yeah, him, not that, an that, issue. That was pretty impressive by yeah. me. Um, but yeah, that offense. Yeah, he had a big uh, drop late in the game, yeah, but yep. um, yeah, I mean, you know, his route running's there. Uh, maybe some first game jitters with yeah. with the hands, but uh, he he looks like a player. Um, you know, Sutton's out with that AC joint sprain. Uh. That's kind of something with wide receivers that you'll see from time to time. Isn't that what Anthony Miller had? Yeah, last year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so well, you know, these, these guys can play through it, but it, it is something that lingers, and I think it does hamper uh, mobility to some extent, um, you know, and kind of range of motion and uh, getting your wingspan out there to, uh, you know, catch the balls outside your body. But, um, you know, Cortland Sutton should be a big uh, bump there. You know, they can't tilt the field just to Jerry Judy's side. So, um, that still, that being said though, I, I think Steelers defense, just too much in this one. All right, guys. Uh, next up, we've got the Falcons and Cowboys and what should be a, a pretty intriguing, uh, matchup here. Uh, Cowboys are four point favorites at home as they head back to Jerry's world. Uh, over under in this one is 53. It's the highest of the week. Um, you know, guys, uh, really the story in this one um, you know, it's a familiar story because we talked about it all last season. That Falcons defense, can they stop anybody? Uh, dreadful performance last week against the Seahawks. Uh, the Seahawks were a team that'll, you know, put up 17 to 20 uh, on the road sometimes. Really, their offensive breakouts coming home. Um, so it was interesting to see the, the Seahawks really put up a number on them like that. Um, kind of an embarrassing uh, outcome there for the Falcons D. They go up against the Cowboys team with a lot of weapons here. Uh, I like the Cowboys here. Um, I think it's just too much for that Falcons D to handle. And, uh, you know, the Cowboys defense was able to do... They, they didn't look awful against the Rams uh, last week. Rams have a lot of uh, weapons and are a pretty similar team to the Falcons in terms of, uh, you know, uh, what they do with their skill position players. So uh, I think the Cowboys can keep them in check, especially at home. And, uh, you know, they should be able to put up a fair amount of points on that fast track. Uh, so I like the minus four here. Yeah, I agree. I like Cowboys here. Don't don't feel great about it. And their defense, I think they lost uh, Van Der Esch. Yep. Yeah, and, um, you know, they lost Blake Jarwin, too, on the offensive side. But, you know, they had, they had their chances to win last week, not, not, not aside from that OPI call, which is brutal. But I'm going to take them here, minus four. I, um, wish wish it was a little bit higher, or uh, you know, if we got this at a two my, a minus two line, that would be great, two and a half. But uh, I still think they get it done. I like the over here too. Um, both defenses are going to have their struggles. I think you know both quarterbacks are going to be able to move the ball. Um, oh, the over fifty three. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be a shootout. Yeah, I'd, but uh, yes, yeah, stick, sticking with the boys minus four. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm. Um, well. We can just keep it all the same, aren't we? Um, <laughs> I, I'm siding with the boys too. Again, I I don't feel great about this one, to be honest. Um, shootout. Uh, I I think these two teams could be pretty comparable um, offensively, at least. Um, I I think Atlanta's defense is just Swiss cheese right now. I think it's pretty easy to put up points against them, but. What scares I, – I think the Cowboys are the better team. Um, and on paper, they should be able to cover this spread. But uh, I don't know. The Mike 
I forget about the Mike McCarthy factor. He, I forgot how how many questionable calls he makes. Um, I I really don't trust it. So I I'm gonna be on the Cowboys side, but I don't feel great. Yep. Okay. Uh, guys, next one up here. It's the 49ers heading out east. A uh, long plane ride as they head uh, to New York to take on the Jets. Uh, Jets are seven point dogs at home in this one. Over under at 42 and a half. Uh, Robbie, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you think about this one? Yeah, uh, 49ers at, I mean, they got the same line against the Cardinals last week, and I think that it's more, this is probably a better fit for against the Jets than it was against the Cardinals. Um, the, the Niners, I, I mean, yeah, they, George Kittle, I didn't see, um, any, what he did in practice practice today but um you know he he's gotten a little banged up with the knee i i'd expect he'd be good to go um but yeah losing richard sherman kind of hurts but i mean on the other side the jets um i don't know if Le'Veon was really doing much to that offense but um you know that that injury has got to hurt them especially when their backup would Maybe be next in line, Josh Adams, if uh, the rookie Piran doesn't actually play. Um, this is it's this feels like a game that the Niners should be able to take easily by seven points, but I, I'm not feeling great about it. I'm gonna be on their side, but something just doesn't feel right about this matchup to me. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I I, I feel that way too. That's why I'm taking the Jets plus the seven. I. You know, that defense looked decent against the Bills. Uh, but, I mean, the offense looked pretty bad up until the fourth quarter. Um, Darnold got it going a little bit. Uh, Crowder had a pretty pretty big game. But, you know, I, I think with the 49ers, you know, they're going to be out. George Kittle most likely. Um, you know, Brandon Ayuk might play, like we said. But I, I just don't think they're going to have enough weapons to really put the Jets away I don't see them pulling away from the Jets. I think their defense is too good for that. They're at home. Uh, give me the home team plus seven. Yeah, you know, um, the particular strength, too, of the Jets' defense is, uh, you know, their run defense. Uh, they're really solid. And uh, that's, of course, uh, what the Niners, um, you know, kind of pride themselves on is their uh, running attack. Uh, so it's kind of strength against strength there. And I think that could, uh, you know, potentially spell trouble for the Niners. Um, I'm still leaning Niners minus uh, seven here, even on the road in that long trip. You know, I just think um, the Jets, there's just there's not enough offensive firepower on that side of the ball um, to really get much of anything going. Uh, I, I think the Niners should be able to get to, you know, 24 points or so. But, you know, they're not going to be able to keep up uh, with the same way as the uh, the Cardinals did last week. Um, so I'm going to take the Niners here. I just think eventually they'll, uh, they'll wear them down with the run game. Should be able to work play action off of that, uh, and, and kind of get out of here by the skin of the teeth. But, you know, guys, not a game I feel great about. All right. Uh, next one up, uh, we're going to stay here with the AFC East. It is the Buffalo Bills, uh, heading down to South Beach to take on the Dolphins. Uh, Dolphins are six-point dogs at home in this one. Over-under is the lowest of the week at 40-and-a-half. Um, so, uh, Adam, why don't you start us off here? 
Uh, you know, last week Bills came through for me on my lock. I, I really like them here again. Um, I know they're on the road. Teams struggle to go down to Miami. Um, but I think you know this. This should be a game where they score by a touchdown, and you get to get this game plus uh, you get get a minus six. I, I think you take it. Um, Dolphins. I mean, they're banged up. Uh, they're an already depleted wideout core. Devonte Parker doesn't look like he's playing, and, and that Bills D. I man, I don't I don't see a revenge game for uh, Fitz Magic here. I think he turns the ball over a couple of times. Bills capitalize and they get the job done. Yeah, I I agree with you, Adam. Um, you, do you think that the Dolphins learn how to contain a quarterback after what they allowed Cam to do uh, last week? I don't I don't think they have. I think that looks like a pretty glaring weakness to me. And you know, Josh Allen's a bigger threat to run than Cam is at this yeah. point in his career. Uh, so I think that spells a lot of trouble for them. And you know, uh, Josh Allen uh, was a little bit rusty with the deep ball last week. Uh, we could see uh, some of those start to connect though. Uh, so. Uh, I, I like the Bills here. Um, I think the Dolphins will have trouble moving the ball, uh, you know, against this tough defense for the Bills. And, uh, you know, my only concern is, you know, we talked about, uh, you know, the heat in Miami this time of year. Sometimes teams struggle, but um, I'm still going to go ahead with the Bills here. I, I feel pretty confident about it. Six is, uh, I think, a pretty fair number to get them at here. So uh, I'll, I'll jump on that. Yeah, both of you guys are um, seem pretty confident in the Bills. Uh, I'm not confident in this game whatsoever. Um, I'm going to side with the Dolphins, actually, because this one just, to me, just smells like a trap. Um, Dolphins, it's expecting some 90-degree heat down in Miami. Um, Bills being a cold-weather team going down there, yeah, it might be a little little rough for them. Um, and Dolphins... They, they didn't really look good for three quarters of uh, that ball game against the Patriots just altogether. I know the Dolphins were starting uh, two rookies on the offensive line, which um, kind of why they had a little rough start in the passing game and fits tragic is what we saw for the first three quarters. But they kind of got it together and, you know, saw a little fits average in the fourth quarter uh, enough to get them back into it. Um, I would I would expect the Dolphins to be a little better, and you know they, I I think they could use the heat to their advantage. Um, I mean they they always like to surprise the AFC East um on those home games, so I I think it's a trap, and I'm gonna side with the Dolphins, but I don't I don't feel I don't feel great about this whatsoever. It's a trap. Oh wow! All right. Uh, well, we'll see. Yeah, Robbie, you're you're absolutely right. I think really the thing that scares me the most about this one is the heat. You know, it just seems like this time of year, uh, teams just aren't prepared for it. So uh, we'll see. Um, but all right, next game up, we've got the uh, Minnesota Vikings heading to Indianapolis to take on a fellow Dome team in the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are uh, three-point favorites in this one uh, at home. And the over/under is set at forty-eight and a half. Um, guys, I touched on this earlier uh, when I was talking about the Jaguars, but uh, perhaps my biggest takeaway from Week One is how concerned I am about the Colts and what they look like for this year. Um, you know, it was starting to look like the end uh, for Philip Rivers like two and a half seasons ago, and if, if <laughs> you know, if it, if it wasn't looking good then, I mean, it, it's really not looking good now. I mean, uh, I just. I don't, I don't see the Colts really being 
a prolific offense in this one. Uh, Vikings, they still have a lot of good weapons uh, that they can utilize. Uh, you know, Thielen got really involved uh, last week. Uh, he had a really big game. Uh, Dalvin Cook, always a threat. Kirk Cousins, you know, is, can take care of the ball too, uh, especially on the road. You know, we're not talking about a primetime matchup here, so, you know, we should feel good about this one. But, uh, you know, the Colts, they lost Marlon Mack. That's a tough one. Um, I, I just think this is... Uh, this feels weird that it's Colts minus three. That was probably the line that jumped off for me the most, uh, is seeming a little bit off. So uh, I like Vikings money line in this one. I think uh, you know this is good value to get them at, and you know if you're a little bit worried about that, I think the plus three is a nice safety blanket. So um, yeah, I like the uh, Vikings in this one. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that because yeah, that, that's the first thing I thought. This, this game sh- I feel like should be more like a pick'em. Um, and yet, yet it's Colts minus three. Maybe, maybe I'm missing something, but yeah, I would. I agree. I'd take the Vikings plus three here. I'm not like I said. I, for me, it's a toss up too. Um, so uh, I, I don't know. Taking money line maybe, but uh, definitely, definitely, like you mentioned, the plus three is a. I, I think it's a very good bet. Yeah, I'm, I'm on the side of the Vikings. Um, I don't. I, something about it doesn't make me feel too comfortable about it yet but i will say evan you kind of called it last year about the the river's demise the river is just uh draining yeah um ever since rivers of dreams yeah (laughs) um but the uh, the thing that gets me uh i'm I'm still kind of thinking about is the the colts against the jaguars they kind of um they kind of shot themselves in the foot early, and I kind of kind of mentioned it before we were talking before the show. Um, how they went for it on a fourth and one early in the fourth or in the first quarter, um, down in the red zone. Um, and it kind of reminded me when they missed it. Um, like when you're playing poker and a guy goes like in all confident about his hand and then gets beat and then. It's, after that, he just goes on full tilt. That's kind of what it felt like happened to the Colts. They were just making a lot of dumb mistakes. Like Naheem Hines in the 10, the second half, just not going out of bounds and them having to use a timeout and a bunch of penalties. So I think the Colts could be better than what they showed for three quarters of football against the Jags. But I do think that Again, the Philip Rivers thing. Um, I know he had that connection with Paris Campbell right away, but I just don't trust him. I think I'm gonna have to side with uh, the Vikings' run game here. Um, I think the Vikings can win this one. Um, again, I'm not super confident, um, but um, the Colts' defense also did not look as good as I was expecting. So oh, definitely not. Where um, were they? I'm I'm on Vikings here. Tore them up, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that uh, and, was not a great look for them. And Evan, the m- most important thing you mentioned this is not a prime time game. Yeah, yeah, that's so, the that, one that thing to key. really keep in mind here. Do, yeah. do I need to be confident in the Vikings? Because just like the Steelers, I'm kind of talking myself into this one. <laughs> Should I do it? Yeah, yeah I think the plus, but the plus three is a great bet. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, it is a NFC North matchup. It is the Detroit Lions coming off of a brutal loss uh, to the Chicago Bears. Uh, they uh, head to Green Bay to take on the Packers. The Packers are minus six in this one, and uh, the over/under in this one is forty-nine and a half. Um, guys, you know, for me, 
I sense a little bit of trouble here. You know, every time last year the Packers would come out and look good, uh, it seemed like they'd turn around the next week and, and they'd lay an egg and, you know, they wouldn't cover versus a bad team or, or they'd lose against a team they shouldn't have uh, lost to. So I'm, I'm real skeptical about this one. Minus six seems like a lot, especially for a uh, in-division matchup here for two teams that know each other. Lions have... You know, played the Packers well over the last couple of years as well. Um, I'm I'm gonna take the Packers here, but this is a game I don't think I'll bet on. If anything, I probably like the under at 49 and a half. I think this one could get a little sloppy, uh, and you know, I I think the Packers could struggle a little bit offensively. Could be more of a slugfest than people think. So um, I'll take the Packers, but not feeling great about it. I'm with you on the Packers here, uh, but not feeling great about it. Um, yeah, it just seems like whenever the Lions play against the Packers, they somehow know how to beat them or, well, not exactly beat them, but um, keep it close. They know how to keep it close against the Packers, um, which makes it tough to pick the Packers side on this one because six points is kind of a lot, but I Lions... I don't know. They're probably not going to still have Kenny Galladay back this week, um, which is a big loss. But I know Packers might not have uh, Kenny Clark, which is going to be um, a hit for their defense. Um, so, I mean, honestly, when I was looking at that, I was kind of leaning the over, Evan. I don't feel great about it, really. Um, but this game, yeah. I, it, I, Sidek, what do you think? I, I just I'm I'm just not sure. Yeah, you guys are too worried about this game. I <laughs> I, I love the Packers. Really? Uh, yeah. Really? I mean, this the Packers uh, Vikings game was one of the more interesting games for me watching because you know it's inner division for us Bears fans. But I wanted to see how Aaron Rodgers came out after you know the drafted drafted love. He came out like he's on a mission. He was on point looking just as he always is that that's the somebody you don't want to doubt and uh i think he's he's gonna continue his tear against this lions defense um you know you saw mitch in the fourth quarter lions refused to change off man and mitch mitch ended up torching on my i don't see aaron Rodgers having any issue slicing up this lions defense the minus six is great get get this before it goes to minus seven because i think i think it might all right. Wow. I like the yeah, uh, conviction yeah, there. That, that, okay. That, like that's that kind of why I was leaning the over. Because, um, yeah, I, the Packers should be able to carve them up. But, I mean, it's sh- uh, these divisional games, I don't know. It's, sometimes it just don't feel great about it. And this one just uh, doesn't feel all cozy. I mean, the Lions should be able to put up points, too. Um, against yeah, this yeah. Packers D. I, I think the Bears D is... Uh, a little better than the Packers do. Yeah, I don't least. know about that. You don't? <laughs> I don't know about that. No? I, I, I don't I don't think so. I mean the Vikings were able to get back into yeah. it last week. Yeah. Um that was a lot I of could see like I could see like a Lions backdoor cover here. That's that's kinda all I'm yeah. saying here. I, I think the Lions have the ability. Stafford, uh I mean he's he's still a good QB. Um he doesn't have a lot of weapons right now, but <laughs> yeah. Um well I guess we'll have to see. Oh man, yeah, you know I just uh, I I Adam you make a lot of good points. I just you know 
these two teams, they seem to just play each other a little bit closer, especially in Green Bay, too. Yeah. Whenever the Lions travel to Green Bay, it seems like uh, they make it a pretty tough game, and, you know, they've upset them there, uh, you know, uh, for the last uh, few years. Uh, you know, they've played them well, or they've even beaten them. So, um, yeah, you know, probably just staying off this one. But I like the conviction that you showed there, so... We'll see. You know, Lions are either going to come out really hungry or they're just going to act like their season's over. Like, that's how polarizing of a loss uh, that was to the Bears. So, uh, yeah, Patricia. Yeah, already <laughs> on the hot seat. Um, Yikes. Okay, uh, next up, guys, we're going to stay with the NFC North here. It is uh, the Bears playing host to the New York football Giants. Uh, Bears are five-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. Um, Over-under is set at 42 um, well, guys, you know, Bears got a week one victory, uh, and it, it at least staved off some criticism, but there were, there were some things to be concerned about in their, uh, week one play against the Lions. You know, they certainly, um, didn't wake up until that fourth quarter. The defense looked porous at times, you know, even with, uh, Kenny Galladay out, uh, the Bears, you know, were having trouble with, uh, Matt Stafford. Um, you know, tight end was, uh, able to get open a lot. So maybe Evan Ingram could, uh, slice up, uh, this Bears defense, especially if, uh, like Trevathan or, uh, uh, Gibson wind up getting, uh, you know, a lot of coverage assignments on them. Uh, you know, those kind of appear to be the early weak spots in the Bears, uh, pass defense. Uh, but you know, the five and a half seems like a lot. I don't entirely trust Mitch. I was happy, uh, you know, that he was able to pull that off in the fourth quarter last week, but, uh, not confident enough to lay five and a half points on him here. So, uh, I'll take the Giants. I think the Bears win this one in a close one. Um, but yeah, I, I'm not digging the five and a half. Yeah, I'm not digging the five and a half either. Mostly, just because last couple of years, I mean, five and a half points for the Bears is it's been tough for them to cover. Um, especially since we've seen a couple of these Bears Giants games that have been close, um, even though may have thought that the Bears should be able to uh, run away with it. But uh, good news for Bears. I mean, Robert Quinn got his limited practice in today, so he, he's kind of on that track to maybe be able to be good to go on Sunday, which would be huge for stopping Saquon. Um, I mean, we saw it with the Steelers. They they were able to s- stop Saquon and force Daniel Jones to throw, and that was uh, that was bad news. Um, but this this offense, I I could see a world. I'm I'm not conf- I'm not siding with the Giants, um, but I don't feel great about it because I could see a world where um, Nagy just wants to up the confidence of Mitch right here, use this game because the Giants defense isn't great. And just have him try to run up the score on this one. Um, what, so, I, I can see it going either way. Uh, I'm going to side with the Giants because that's what history has told us. Um, but I could see it, the Bears being, putting up a lot of points at home here. Yeah, I, I don't know how to feel on this one. I Like you mentioned, the last two years, it seems like the Giants are a pretty good matchup for this Bears defense. I mean, they got a lot of weapons at the skill positions. Um, Seem to match up pretty well. (sighs) Yeah, five and a half is a lot. I'm going to go with the Giants, take the points. Um, I hope hope the Bears continue the momentum they had in the fourth quarter, but 
they also didn't look pretty good <laughs> all yeah. too good for three quarters and this you know, giants d is not that great but i i i i think this 42 number i think that's a low number i could see that going over i think both both offenses should be able to move the ball and uh Maybe the Bears win by a field goal, but no, I'll take the Giants yeah. uh, plus the points. Yeah, it seems like maybe Vegas uh, overrating the Bears' defense just slightly. Um, you know, Robert Quinn could open up a lot of things, though, uh, for them, so we'll have to see there. But, uh, yeah, um, kind of worried about the Giants coming in. We'll see We'll see what happens. All right, uh, heading to the AFC South now. We've got the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, the Fighting Minshews. Uh, heading down to uh, Nashville to take on the Tennessee Titans. Uh, Titans are eight-point favorites in this one. Uh, no respect to Minshew and his lads after what they pulled off last week. Uh, Over-under in this one is 42. Uh, let's go to Robbie. Why don't you start us off on this one? This, the way it's been going over the last two years, uh, I kind of looked up this um between these two teams earlier, and it, it's kind of weird. Um, it it's always seems to split. There's one game between the Titans and the Jaguars that is just a low-scoring, ho-hum, grind-em-out kind of game, and then the other game is a sh- color absolute rush. shootout. <laughs> these teams always play color rush. <laughs> Thursday night color <laughs> rush. That screams that. Mustard yellow. Color yeah, rush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna lean on the side for this one. Uh, Titans coming off a oh a pretty good solid win against the Broncos. Um, granted they should have had more points on the board. Um, I I think the Titans have just been pretty pretty solid with ever since they put Tam Tannehill in as QB, and they I think they're gonna be able to run up on this Jaguars team. Um, I think the Jaguars are gonna even have a little bit of momentum coming into this game after that Colts victory um, this past week. Um, but I, I think the Titans are a much more solid, consistent defense than the Colts were. Um, I think they're you, – you know what to expect. Um, they're a defensive-minded team, a, a team that – run that's uh, Derrick Henry just, hey, run it 30 times and get in the end zone a couple times. Um I, I, I believe the Titans are going to be able to th- defend better against the Jaguars than w- what we saw against the Colts, and especially since I th- I think the Jaguars pulled a lot of their tricks out. I mean, I could be wrong. They could have a lot more. I mean, I've heard a lot about uh, Shaynault. I don't know how to pronounce his name. The rookie. Shaynault. What a name. Oh. But, hey, they they might have more tricks with him up the sleeve, but I think the Titans are going to be a little prepared for this one and be able to take over here. I, f- I feel pretty good about this. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'll jump on board. I agree with you. Um, you know, this is one I'm probably going to stay off of. I'm a little worried about the backdoor cover here. I think the Titans should own. Uh, I, th- I think they should have no problem running the ball in this Jags defense. Um, so they're going to compose. Or, uh, I, I think they're going to have a you know pretty good offensive game. Um, the question is, can they hold Minshew? At bay, and uh, man, I don't know. Uh, I think they, I, I, I don't see Minshew having as much success as, as he did against the Colts, so I'm taking the Titans, but uh, a little worried about a backdoor cover here. Uh, this is, you know, we I was starting to lean on this at the end. I was trying to create my own segment at the end of last year. This is Evan's backdoor cover oh, of uh, the week. The that's Jackson, what Minshew jersey, huh? Yeah, that, you know what? 
everybody zigged against uh, against the uh, Jags last week, and I zagged. I was on them, and I'm gonna stay with it. Uh, I'm I'm Ryan or dying with this Jags team. Minshew's my guy. That mustache is is next level. Um, <laughs> you know, all kidding aside, uh, he he. <laughs> I don't know how to put it uh, outside of like he's just a gamer. And there's some guys that just like it's like a Doug Flutie. Type. Yeah, there's yeah. some guys that can like keep teams in the game. Um, and you know, I know Leonard Fournette didn't like him, but uh, it looks like the rest of his team does. Uh, and they're rallying around him. I, I don't know. I just think uh, I definitely think the Titans are going to win this game. But eight points is a lot. I could just see Jags getting a late touchdown just to sneak inside of that eight number. So uh, I'll, I'll lean on the Jags here in this one. Don't feel great about it though. <laughs> All right, uh, next game up here, we've got that team. Team. That team. Team. We, we don't say their name, but uh, we got that team from Washington. Uh, they are uh, heading to Arizona uh, to take on the Cardinals in the Big Toaster. Uh, minus six and a half. Uh, Cardinals are favored here, and the over-under set at 47. Um, I'm on the Cardinals in this one. Uh, you know, I'm... I'm not really sure what to make of this uh, uh, team out of Washington yet. Uh, you know, Adam, you're you're kind of the expert. You called that right last week, so I'll, I'll probably defer to you on this. Um, I just, Cardinals impressed me last week against the 49ers, and, uh, you know, it seems like one year into that uh, Cliff Kingsbury offense, uh, Kyler's starting to get it together. Uh, you know, they – slowly uh you know especially when they added hopkins like you look at that uh offensive like scope position set of players they have and it's like oh man like larry fitz is like the fourth best guy they got it's like they just they just got weapons all over the field uh the ball's getting out quick too so you know and even even under pressure kyler can spin out of it you know very russell wilson-esque there um so i'm gonna i'm gonna lean the cardinals here but adam i want to turn it over to you give us the uh the perspective on that team, because you definitely called it right last week. Yeah, I'm team team, as I said last <laughs> week. Um, no, I, I mean, I, people were just underrating this defense. This defense is one, top five unit in the league. Um, very, very good. They had eight sacks last week, a uh, bunch, of, bunch of turnovers. I, and, you know, Cardinals, their offensive line is very questionable. I know they did a good job last week, but um, I think I think the team's uh, defensive line is better than the 49ers. Um so yeah, I I can see this being a very close game. I'm not gonna take the red their team money line, but uh, <laughs> I think I think I it. was thinking about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but six and a half is a heck of a lot of points. Uh, I you know I think this might be a little bit more low scoring than people see, like 47 points. But um, yeah, I think it's gonna be close enough. Then uh, definitely definitely taking at six and a half. You thinking about that over under? You think about leaning on the under? Yeah, I think the Cardinals defense showed me a little something against the 49ers. They played pretty good. They did, they, yeah. Yeah, they they limited uh Garoppolo and I Yeah, and I think I the 47 number is a little too high. I'm going to go under there. Okay. Robbie, round us out here. I'm going to lean on the Cardinals for this one. Um yeah, the yeah, the team that defense that was looking really good. Uh the, I, I just couldn't believe. I, I think part of it had to do with how broken up that Eagles O-line <laughs> oh, is. Yeah. That, But I just couldn't believe it. My jaw was just on the floor because they would get to Wentz just like nothing. It, it was 
it was crazy how fast they were going getting to him. Their secondary was looking very solid. Their linebackers, yeah, they were looking okay. I, I mean, that they kind of seemed like the tight end position was the way to go against them. It might still be the way to go against them. Who's the tight end on the Cardinals again? Dan Arnold, <laughs> Max Williams. Um, I don't know if any of them are going to actually get looks. Um, Tom Arnold, so tight end. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Best action he's seen since Jingle Arnold All the Way. Palmer. <laughs> um, I I don't I'm not sure how exactly how this uh spread offense is gonna fare up against this um um team defense, but I I would imagine they'd be able to put some points up on them. Um, I mean they've got weapons as Evan said all over the place, and I think just. Something about that team offense, I'm not as convinced in. Um, I I do think you made a good point in on the under right there, Adam. I th- I think that could work. Um, I don't have confidence enough in this game to really bet anything though. But if I'm gonna take a pick, Cardinals. Okay. Uh, next up, guys, it is the Baltimore Ravens heading to Houston to take on the Texans. Uh, Texans are seven-point uh, underdogs at home in this one after a pretty uh, lackluster showing in week one against the Chiefs. Uh, on the other side, uh, the Ravens looked great against the Browns, uh, blowing the doors off them at home. Uh, guys, pretty high over-under in this one, uh, set at 51. Uh, so, uh, Adam, why don't we start with you? You're uh, you're pretty in touch with the Ravens here. What are you thinking for this one? Man, I don't. This is one I don't feel great about. Man, I that Texans defense—they didn't look too great against the Chiefs, but man, I, I Deshaun Watson at home. Um, Bill O'Brien—he seems to have a history with these, you know, out of nowhere victories. Ah, man, I, I, I'll take. Yeah, I'm flipping. I'm going. I'm taking the seven points with the Texans. Wow. Yeah, I. I Something something about this is uh seems a little I don't know I, I I'm yeah I think the Texans is do enough seven is a lot for a home team and they're better than that um, they they'll find a way to cover here yeah Adam you uh you stole my thunder there I I completely agree with you I just think uh it's a hunch game I just have a feeling that Deshaun Watson is not gonna let them get shown up two weeks in a row um you know especially at home I think. Uh, yeah, they protect the house a little bit better, and uh, you know I think they're at least able to keep it close. Seven seems like a lot, so uh, I'll take the Texans. Gosh, you guys are just uh, killing me. I, I was feeling pretty confident on the Ravens, and you got me second guessing. I, I'm gonna stick with the Ravens here. Yeah, we need we need some different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I I still do feel good about the Ravens. I mean, they're in my opinion. I think both sides of the ball they're better than the Texans right now. Um, that, that defense is just, just still playing lights out. I mean, granted again, one game, it's tough to actually judge, especially if the Browns are going to do Browns things and just lose all the time like, uh, they have. Um, but the Ravens are, they're, they're honestly like my favorite to win the Super Bowl, And I think for a good reason that offense is just clicking, um, that defense they're clicking at both sides they're they're clicking texans defense special just got a they've just they've got they've got some holes there um i i 
Don't I think you're going to see some late comeback against uh, or late comeback from Deshaun Watson as you saw in the Chiefs against the Chiefs. But I mean, Ravens defense to me is just superior to the Chiefs defense. I know the Chiefs defense has been a lot better um, over gone gradually better over the last couple of years, but I think the Ravens are better. Um, I I think seven points they could they could easily win by a touchdown. Um, I think they could take it to them. Any fans in the stadium for this one? Do we know? It is Texas. That is true. It is Texas. The, those those South uh, states you gotta look into. That's a good question. Okay. I, yeah. I don't know. Do we need to research that right now? Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> um, um, just uh, something. I I wouldn't be surprised if there were fans at that game. Yeah. But uh, yeah. All right. Uh, next up, you know, it is the Kansas City Chiefs that definitely did have fans at their game uh, last Thursday. Uh, they are heading to uh, L.A. to take on the Chargers. They get to uh, take a look at that new fancy stadium. And the uh, Chargers are eight-and-a-half-point dogs here as they uh, uh, get to play in it for the first time. It is uh, 47-and-a-half over under. Uh, guys, I'll start this one off. I really like the Chiefs this week. Um, you know, the Chargers, if they showed me one thing uh, last week, it's that it's going to be a slog for them to put up points. Uh you know, they're going to focus uh, – a lot of their offense is going to be based on short passes uh, from Tyrod, uh, whether it's to Austin Eckler or Keenan Allen. Uh, you know, and they'll try to get Mike Williams uh, involved on the outsides, you know, with, uh, you know, some wheel routes and things to Hunter Henry as well to get him worked in. But, you know, for the most part, it's, it's a dink and dunk kind of game for the Chargers, uh, fighting for every yard. You know, on the other hand, though, you got the Chiefs – you know, they score in bunches. Um, so this line at eight and a half, I just think, you know, the Chargers have a good defense. Their defensive line is very good, you know, with Melvin Ingram and Bosa. But um, the Chiefs, I just think, way too much firepower. And I don't see how the Chargers will ever be able to keep up with them. I don't I don't see how this game isn't a double-digit uh, difference here. I'm taking the Chiefs minus eight and a half, and I am locking that up. It's a lock! No! I'm right there with you. I th- think for a lot of the same reasons, um, this this Chargers team under Tyrod, I'm not sure they could put a, able or be able to keep pace with the Chiefs. Um, they're they're a high powered offense. Um, I do think the defense of the Chargers will be able to help out in limiting them in a, some fashion, but I I think this is going to be a, a game where the Chiefs just take it to them. Um, I, I, I think a ten point victory is uh, pretty within reach for the Chiefs. Man, I don't know. I think uh, you know, Chargers haven't played a home game in three years, so for them to be <laughs> <laughs> for them to be eight and a half point dogs at home, um, inner division, they're a better team than that. Uh, their defense is still very good. They're coming off a win. Um, I think you might see. Tyrod have a little bit more, um, a little bit more success against the Chiefs defense, um, especially uh, running the ball as a as a runner. So, you know what? I, I'm I'm actually I'm going I'm going Chargers with the points. Um, you know, Chiefs Chiefs are going to win this game. I, I just eight and a half is too much, and and Chargers defense is that good. So, all right, I like it. I like it. All right, uh, Sunday night football guys uh, should be a fun matchup. 
It is the uh, New England Patriots heading out west to take on the Seahawks. Seahawks are minus four in this one. Over-under is set at 45. Um, let's go to Robbie here. Robbie, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, you, you know, the Patriots, they they looked like they were um, they were kind of – when I, well, going into the season when I saw that Cam was the – going to be possibly the starting QB right there. I, I was kind of picturing that maybe Bill Belichick would be, be doing something similar to what they're doing in Baltimore. And, you know, it, it definitely looked like he was uh, doing kind of something similar there. You know, there was a lot of running, a lot of options going on, um, some play action to move the chains. Um, I mean, if you think about it, that offense might be like a, a Ravens light um, you know, it's kind of very run heavy, a lot of, a, a lot, a lot of depth at running back, uh, maybe not so great receivers, um, especially with Edelman getting up there in age. Edelman, he, he still looks fine. He's absolutely still looks like a good player, but, um, I'm just looking at this. Um, I'm not sure the Patriots, um, holding out the Dolphins last week is a very fair assessment on their defense. I think the jury's still out on that one. I think the Seahawks, man, they came out firing against the Falcons. I mean, that's a great team to warm up against when you basically don't have to play against a defense. And this Seahawks team just, I, I think they're going to roll into it. I know the Patriots can always be competitive no matter who's playing. But four points doesn't seem like a whole lot. I, I think the Seahawks are going to take it. I'm, I'm not feeling confident on this one, though. Yeah, I'm going to go Pats here. Uh, you know, Pats plus four. I think this is going to be a pretty close game. Uh, I think these two teams match up fairly well against each other. Um, you know, I I, that, I, I want to see somebody from the Patriots, uh, other than Edelman, step up in the passing game to help out Cam. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't see anything last week that would – persuade me that this Patriots team isn't trajectory towards you know making a playoff so I for them to be you know uh four point dogs here against a team you know that I don't think the Falcons are that great so I, and they still let up a lot of yards and points on defense so I I think this this is just gonna be a close game and you know getting the four points here I think it's gonna be huge so yeah give me the Pats wow I actually disagree with you Adam I think the Seahawks have a chance of like blowing the doors off the Patriots in this one uh, I just got a hunch that Seahawks are going to come out firing on all cylinders. Um, you know, really, ever since DK Metcalf got rolling in the second half of last year, they became pretty prolific on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, and they're throwing the ball pretty well. Um, you know, Chris Carson, too, was getting involved in kind of the screen game where it will break a couple big plays. I think he had two receiving touchdowns last week. Yep. Um, so, you know, the more that they can utilize him in the backfield and kind of uh, it helps them disguise uh, their play calling a little bit, you know, if they don't have to run every time he's in there. Um, so uh, I, I like the Seahawks here. You know, their defense, uh, you know, they, they gave up some points to Atlanta, but, you know, that's a offense with a lot of uh, weapons as well. So I'm not going to read too much into that, especially on the road. The Patriots, I'm just a little bit skeptical on this team. I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, what, what we have in them. I know they were able to beat the Dolphins last week, but they the Dolphins look pretty rough. Um, yeah, I just I think uh, I think Cam could struggle in this one, and it and it could get ugly, especially if there's a couple early turnovers 
and the Seahawks are able to jump out to uh, you know a multi-score lead. Yeah, if the Patriots are forced to throw the ball down the field, I, I think uh, the Seahawks could, you know, really boat race them here. So I'll take the Seahawks minus the four. All right, uh, next game up, guys. We've got the Saints heading to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders in their brand new stadium. Uh, shame nobody's going to be able to uh, be there. At least I don't think uh, to open the stadium up. But uh, just L Davis. Yeah. they have a torch for L Davis yeah the the torch will be lit that's for sure Um, (laughs) the uh, Raiders are five and a half point dogs at home in this one and the over under is at 50 Uh, so guys I I actually like the Saints on this one I've flipped back and forth on this a couple times this is an Alvin Kamara game Uh, I finally settled on my take here Alvin Kamara is going to have a monster game in this one I think uh, he will tear them up in the exact same way that Christian McCaffrey really tore up the Raiders last week. I think uh, you know they're going to have a hard time containing him, and then I think you should be able to. The Saints will be able to get enough out of play action uh, to Emmanuel Sanders uh, downfield. Uh, you know they are without Michael Thomas in this game, but I think the Saints are going to lean pretty heavy on the run. Uh, I know it's five and a half points, but. Uh, you know, I, I think they should be able to cover it. Raiders defense really didn't impress me last week uh, when they were in Carolina. And, um, you know, I think the Raiders offense is facing a much tougher test against the Saints defense. Um, so I, I'm leaning Saints here. I think they can cover the five and a half. I, I'm, uh, I'm going to go the opposite way. I'm going to go Raiders and uh, I'm going to take a money line here. I, I, I just envision the Saints, you know, Michael Thomas is a huge loss. He's, you know, I, 40% of their offense, it seems like. It's 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 going to be interesting to see what they do. I know Emmanuel Sanders, uh, Sanders Traquan uh, Smith, um, Jared Cook. I, and I just see them struggling a little bit. I know they, the Raiders' defense didn't look all that special, but I, I like the, the speed that they added on offense. I think they looked very good on, on that side of the ball. Ruggs is out, right? Is, is he hurt? Yeah. Um, I think Ruggs is out. I thought he was uh, yeah he, he might that might be a big me, loss let me but check that out yeah regardless I, I i still think the raiders are able to move the ball here i think they might get a little bit of advantage from uh you know playing in their that new stadium of theirs uh i think there might be a little yes. bit of home jitters here so i i, I take the raiders and I'll, i'm gonna take a money line i think they get one against a, a little bit of a banged up saints team was it was it rugs or was it edwards that was banged up let me see i'm just getting it right now do, do. And the live injury report. Live yeah. injury report. Looking in. Um, it it was Edwards. Oh, okay. Uh, or was it? Oh, Don't tell me that the bolt hurt. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> somebody, somebody killed time for me. Um, we, I'm not seeing an updated injury report, but right. they probably they probably haven't practiced yet. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, since it's yeah, a Monday, it Monday game, game. Yeah. so they they probably just have off today. Um. Oh, man, now that's bugging me. I know it, it was I'm one like receiver. Fairly that was certain hurt. Ruggs didn't finish that game against the Panthers, but but it, you you could be right. Um, I don't know if you want to fact check it while I'm throwing some thoughts out there. Um, but I'm I'm on the Raiders side here. Five and a half points seems like a lot so. for um, a team that it, it seems like they they are very competitive in ball games um especially um 
with Michael Thomas gone, uh, I mean, now I know you can make the argument that uh, Michael Thomas really didn't have much uh, volume last week, uh, but he was definitely a big distraction um, for that Buccaneers defense, and that opened things up for Alvin Kamara and uh, Emmanuel Sanders and Jared Cook, especially down the line, to um, get open. So I, it's going to hurt them if he's not out there. I know he's pushing to play. And at that case, you know, he'll probably just be a decoy again. If he, if Michael Thomas plays, he'll just be a decoy. Um, I don't know how if they need to throw an extra man on him. Um, I don't know if they will need to if he's not fully healthy. But um, that Raiders offense d- did look like they were clicking pretty well um, overall. Um, I'm not too scared about the Saints defense. I know, I know they've been they're they're a good defense. They're a good side. Um, but I, I think the Raiders could absolutely keep it competitive. Um, and I know now, oh man, I just, uh, Drew Brees, he loves prime time, doesn't he? He does. He does. <sighs> so does man. John Gruden. John Gruden. So does, does John Gruden. John Gruden. I'm sick with the Raiders. He owned Monday we're, night we're for you. Yeah, this, this is like his <laughs> Monday night. He did man. own Monday night. This this could be it. You could be on to something, Adam, about the Raiders' money line here. Um, I, could I don't see a couple it. calls, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Getting Vegas uh, off to a hot start. I don't feel great about – I don't feel great about the Raiders here. I, I wouldn't – I don't feel great about the Saints. Uh, I'm not siding with the Raiders. I don't feel great about this game. I, it, it might be, it'll be fun to watch. Don't get me wrong, but the Raiders are surprise people this game. We'll see. Well, we I do, hope so. We do have a verdict on the Henry Ruggs injury. Yes. What is it? He did get hurt. Okay. He hurt his knee. Uh, it was in the first half of that game, but then he came back. Ah. So I expect him to probably land on the injury report, but the fact that he came back and played, if I had to guess, he'll probably start off as questionable, but he'll probably play. Um, yeah. So with that in mind, that's that's very good for the Raiders. Uh, that helps them. I think without him, that really hurts yeah, their chances. Yeah, speed yeah, element for them. Um, so I, you know, if you are thinking about betting this game, I'd tell you to to monitor that as well because if they lose uh, speed on the outside, you know, that can make them one dimensional uh, pretty early. And next thing you know, they're kind of relying really just on uh, Waller and uh, Jacobs to move the ball downfield. So um, yeah, but uh, you know, I just I think with this one. Uh, I think you're going to see a lot of two back sets with Kamara lined up in the slot in this one as they try to compensate a little bit for uh, the Thomas injury. I think you're going to see a lot of Latavius Murray in the backfield with uh, you know Kamara spread out wide as they just try to get you know the best five um, receiving options on the field at one given time. Uh, you know, and I think that can work to their advantage. You know, I, I trust Sean Payton to be able to game plan around uh, injuries. You know, he's he's one of the best uh, best in the league for a reason. So. Um, I'm going to lean uh, Saints here, but uh, that's going to do it for us here, guys. Why don't we uh, do a quick recap of our uh, locks? So uh, just to refresh, Adam, you are all in on the Steelers this week. Steelers. Minus seven and a half. Uh, Robbie, you love the Rams at minus one. We're all in on that. I love that one. And then uh, I'm on the Chiefs minus eight and a half, even though Adam's a little concerned about it. So, uh, you know, we'll see what happens in that one. Um, Outside of that, guys... Our consensus parlay, we have settled on the Bengals, Rams, and Vikings. I think those are three games we all feel pretty good about. Uh, and it gives you something to go with uh, 
you know, on that Thursday night game. Early so, action. Yeah. That's Gotta right. Love it. So, uh, you know, if you're thinking about tailing us, uh, you know, these lead pipe locks, you know, that's the stuff that we feel the strongest about. Uh, like, you know, we were three for three last week, so that's good. And then uh, those consensus picks, as a reminder, we put uh, 25 bucks on each team uh, against the spread, unless we call out money line specifically, but against the spread, and then we parlay the three of them. So uh, we hit two out of the three, la- or two out of the three last week. So uh, you know we did lose the parlay, but you know we were up a couple bucks. So uh, we'll try to keep that success going forward. But uh, that's uh, that's gonna round out the show for today, though, guys. Uh, we'll see what happens here in week two. Uh, you know, a lot of uh, big spreads, but I think we're due for some success. So uh, for Robbie and Adam, uh, we're going to be here next week, and uh, we will uh, talk to you guys later.